Welcome to another episode of our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Visit our website for complete collections of your favorite old-time radio series. Remember to follow us so you won't miss new releases from SolvedMystery.com. Bold Venture! Adventure, intrigue, mystery, romance, starring Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall. Together in the sultry setting of tropical Havana and the mysterious islands of the Caribbean. Bold Venture. Once again, the magic names of Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall bring you Bold Venture and a tale of mystery and intrigue. Ah, Slate, you should have been with us. Laid up for repairs on a jewel of an island and the girls with the wild orchids. Oh. <laughs> Uh, be gentle with me, Joe. I'm a man of responsibilities now. I've got a boat and a hotel. And me. And her. Every sea orphan to his own paradise. You found yours. And he'd better not stray from it, or I'll beat him over the head with a wild kumquat. <laughs> you got yourself a tigress this time, huh, Slate? Ah, a kitten. You heard what the man said. A tigress. Uh-huh. You signing on with the Tampa Victory again, Joe? First mate on that stinking oil bucket? Oh, no, no. I don't need her anymore. We're done with each other. I just come off her for the last time. Oh? All I need is right here in this little package wrapped in Shanghai silk. I give it to you. Why, thanks. We didn't expect it, did we, Slay? Uh, don't let the tears well up in gratitude, Miss Duval. You're only to keep it for me till I come back for it. Will you do that for an old seamate? Sure. In a good place where no one can touch a greedy finger to it, huh? I see. We, we got a safe. Will that do? Slate keeps all his valuables in it. His necktie. His, uh... Well, that does it. His necktie. It's the best place we've got, Joe. How about it? Just remember that in this bit of silk, you hold the rest of Joe Bishop's life. I'll remember. Then take it. Hey, what's that combination again, sailor? Don't bother to answer him, honey. Because he won't need it. Who asked you, Buster? Slate, be polite. He's got a gun. Ha, <laughs> You're cute, honey. Hand it over, you. The thing in your hand. Give it to Tommy. You'll not take it from him. You'll not... You know something? I bet he's dead. Anybody want to discuss it? Yeah. Don't, Slate. He'll kill you, too. You'll read me, honey. Throw it on the floor, Slate boy. He does what you tell him, doesn't he, honey? Hold on to a man like that. And now Tommy's going to go away with it. Because right now, Tommy doesn't want anyone else to die. Mr. Cordovan. Mr. Cordovan. Shut up. 
But Mr. Cordova and I brought the package. You said My that... current suggestion to you, Thomas, is to shut up, sit down, and watch. Consider the beauty which surrounds you and savor it if you can. Sit down, Thomas. Chorus girls dancing. Not supposed to send me? See how delicate. Uh, that one over there. She's fat, Mr. Cordovan. She's tattooed. Uh, primitive goddess. Primitive. Doesn't it turn your blood to ice, Thomas, to realize we are here now beyond the reaches of civilization? A part of it. I don't know what you're talking about, Mr. Cordovan. This is a crummy walk-down joint in Havana with a 50-cent table cover charge. Here's the package. Ah. Thank you, Thomas. Did you have any trouble? I killed a man. Oh, I'm glad you did, Thomas. Another life, another death added to the fabulous tears of Siva. Open the package, huh? Of course. Thomas, gaze. Uh-huh. How much are they worth? The tears of Siva. The priceless tears without flick or flaw. The treasure of the Far Indies. Genghis Khan laid a city to waste for these. Look, all I see is two-star sapphires. And all I want to know is how much are they worth? They are priceless. Observe them. Pick one up and look at it. It will light up the whole room. Go on, go on, Thomas. Pick one up and look at it. Sure. I first saw these beauties after a pick-sticking with the Raja of Similu. He showed them to me. This is pretty. Not the Raja of Similu who played polo. The other one, the one with the wives. Uh-huh. <laughs> this star sapphire doesn't light up nothing, Mr. Cordovan. Well, what did you say? It don't even show a star. What? Maybe they're priceless because this Genghis character liked them. But from where I'm sitting, they're dime store items. Let me see. What wild joke! Someone has bundled! I'll have his head, do you hear? I'll have his head! Funny. <sighs> I knocked off a man for two marbles. Forgive me for losing control, Thomas. Yeah. Someone will die for this. Yeah. Mr. Slade come a man from sea Who dream of violence Say do something for me Say here is pocket Please put it away I come back to take it on Another day Then in walk man With death in his hand Say hand over pocket In voice so bland The seafaring man Makes big protest Two bullets in chest Give him rest. You think they did that, King? A man finds peace in many ways, Mr. Slate. He only does not know when it is coming to him. Uh, it didn't have to come to him that way. Look, Slate, maybe Joe Bishop bought it that way. Maybe he, he could... He tasted wild fruit on a tropical island. He didn't expect to end up on a slab in the police morgue. The police will take care of it, Slate. They'll find his murderer. It's out of your hands. Is it? Is that how you want it? Whatever you want, Slate. Take your hand off my arm. Just go get your coat. I want to talk to the skipper of the Tampa Victory. Whatever you want. Send him away, King. I'm not in to anyone. 
<laughs> I'm afraid I heard that, Mr. Shannon. One of my less exquisite vices, eavesdropping. Goody, now I don't have to be polite. Thank you, sir. Uh, I have come to share your bereavement over the deceased Joseph Bishop and to ask if Joseph's dying song was for me. Might have been. We couldn't make out the words. Joe's pain got in the way. And he had no message for me, for Junius Cordovan, his intimate of many places and many memories. No message. The name of a port, perhaps, of a person, of a thing? No name. Try for a number. Hmm. I have consumed your priceless time. Good day, and may the goddesses of uh, whatever be with you. May they indeed. Hmm. You know what's wrong with a roly-poly man? He's going through life thinking he's skinny. Okay, Mama Freud. Just get your coat. Do I have to, Slate? It's a warm night. Well, we're going. It might turn cold. Get it. Hey, hey, where do you think you're going? Where's the skipper of this freighter? Can't see him. Joe sent us. Is that the way you say it, Slate? Now look, let me handle it, will you? Uh, why Joe send you? He's a friend of ours. And Joe's a friend of the skipper's. Now we're all friends. Hi. You got the makings? What does Friesca do, you seafaring man, you? Uh, he means the makings for cigarettes. Oh. Here, they come all put together now. Take one. Thank you. Tell me something, mate. Nope. Oh. About Joe. Nope. Oh. Take the pack. Yep. You uh, were talking about Joe when I interrupted, mister. Joe and the skipper friends? They're going to milk cows together. You can't get a lot closer than that, Slate. Real close, them two. Since Port-au-Prince, they pat each other on the back every time they pass. Yeah, how come since Port-au-Prince? Since then, that's all. Since Haiti. Since the checker game. You can have my cigarettes, too. Let's start with the cows. Nope. Let's start with the checker game. Joe went ashore in Port-au-Prince... Didn't come back. Skipper chewed his pipe stem in two neatly. Tried to get another first mate. Couldn't. Called me. Skipper and me went ashore and found Joe. Playing checkers? With a lady. What lady? Owns a sailor's rest in Port-au-Prince. I can hardly wait till the part about the cows. They're going to milk them. Joe and the skipper. In Pennsylvania. Huh? Sure. Since Port-au-Prince, they decided to quit the sea. Going to buy a farm in Pennsylvania. And milk milk cows. cows. Yep. Something happened there in Port-au-Prince, mister. A man who sails the sea decides no more sailing. Something happened. Changed them two. Let's go talk to the skipper. Nope. Sleeping. He'll wake up. I tried to stop you. You'd knock me down, wouldn't you? Make you walk the plank. They don't do that no more. They're knocked down. Skipper's sleeping in his cabin. Come on, sailor. Try the door. You want to handle this, or you're going to let me? I'll try the door. See? Hmm. Skipper's not a tidy man. Sextant off the wall. Coffee stains on the charts. And what a dusty compass. Yeah. Look at the skipper. Huh? Come here. Look at him. Oh, you should have just told me about it. Stabbed in the heart dead. Now, let's get out of here. 
We got enough fuel on Bold Venture to get to Port-au-Prince? No, not quite. Why? Because that's where we're going. We'll pick up some gas in Guantanamo. The question's still hanging in midair. Why? Look, two guys had a dream about owning a farm in Pennsylvania. One of them was a friend of mine. I've got a boat that can get me to Haiti. That's not very far to go for a friend. What makes you think the answers are in Haiti? Well, that's where two sailors suddenly decide to become farmers. Whatever brought them that decision also made them dead. Let's go to Haiti, sailor. Looks like they're about ready to shove off, Mr. Cordovan. Give me the glasses, Thomas. Yeah. You might notice, Mr. Cordovan, that the boat and the girl make a pretty picture. Let me enjoy it. That Shannon louses it, huh? Seems very efficient. Uh, on your wanderings on the dock, did you find out the destination? Yeah. A character whispered to me, Port-au-Prince, Haiti. Mm. Well, here's some money, Thomas. Hire a plane. Where to? Port-au-Prince, Haiti. I want to give those two an interesting welcome. Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, and the second act of our story. You know what they say about this place, Slate? I know what seamen say. What do they say? They say when Paris catches cold, Port-au-Prince sneezes. <laughs> well, that's not the way I heard it. The way I heard it, sailors... Hmm. Those jeans you wear keep throwing me. Then buy me a Paris dress. Maybe that'll make you remember. Look, sailor, I... Mille pardon, monsieur et mademoiselle. You are young and hetty, no? No. Then follow me. Ten dollars, the guided tour, and you will grow old. But in ecstasy. One buck. One buck for a sailor's rest run by a lady. The place of mademoiselle Denise for one dollar? Do not insult me, monsieur. I give you that for nothing. Twelve Rue de Toussaint. Au revoir, my respectable. <laughs> and au revoir to you too, sailor. I'm going with you. Ah, here's some money. Check in at the Elysee Hotel. I'll meet you there. I'm going with you. This is a sailor's rest, baby. How are they going to get any if they see you walk in? Why, that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Come back in one piece, respectable Shannon. <laughs> you, Slade? No, honey. But better open up, or we'll scream. Remember me, honey? Yeah. You kill. You're doing good, honey. And me. Do you remember me, Mr. Val? Ah, you're enchanting, Mr. Val. You may shut the door, Thomas. And you may go through all the feminine galaxy of reactions, Mr. Val. Fright, terror, wonder, curiosity. Which? 
dibs on the last one. <laughs> Sheer delight you are, Mr. Val. Isn't she, Thomas? No, 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 tear yourself away from us. <laughs> Ain't he the one? I could lean out the window and yell. What's the French word for help? <laughs> Even if I told you it would never rise to your classic lips, Mr. Bow, this gun would bury it in your throat. No, no. Let us just sit here in delicious contemplation of each other until Mr. Shannon brings us the tears of Siva. From there, I may improvise. <laughs> You run this place? Oui. You want to play checkers with Denise, no? No. What do you want from Denise? I want to talk to you. Sit down, talk. We play checkers to prevent from boring each other, huh? Mm. I'll take the black. You know a man off the freight of Tampa Victory, first mate named Joe Bishop? Who are you? Joe's friend. Move a checker. How do I know you're Joe's friend? He died in my arms. We, oui. I look into your face, I see sadness. Your friend. Jump. Yeah. <laughs> Two for one, you will lose. <laughs> Joe dead, huh? Uh-huh. He was here. His captain came for him. Captain was knifed to death. Because the jewels, those bad luck jewels. I don't know what you're talking about. The ones given to Joe by the Mama Loy. I'm still not with you. Mama Loy, voodoo lady. In the hills outside of port au Why did this, whatever you call it, Mama, something give anything to Joe? Perhaps Mama Loy liked Joe. Can you take me to her? It's not allowed. I didn't ask you that. You wish to go to Lady of Voodoo? That's the impression I'm trying to make. Denise will take you later tonight. Now move a shekel. I hope you know the way. Quickly. Go to her. How about you? I wait here. Go. Mama Lo is expecting you. What? How does she know I'm... Go. Come in, Slet Shannon. Yeah. You're... Uh... I am Tante Maria. And you are Slet Shannon. And you wish to know of Joe Bishop. Those drums outside told you all that? <laughs> the drums, other things. Joe Bishop is dead, as is his captain. Maybe you can tell me who killed him. Those who won the tears of Siva. That doesn't mean anything to me. 
two sapphires that I want to give to a sailor because I tired of rubbing them between my fingers. He told me he would return for them. Sapphires? Valuable? To me, no longer. To those who covet them, the wealth of kings. You've still got them? <laughs> Here. In this pouch. Take them, my son. Use them to find those who have struck down the sailor. I'll do my best. Denise! Denise, where are you? Me and my Shelly waiting for you. Well, stop waiting. I'll race you back to Port-au-Prince. That would be your Mr. Shannon with the tears of Siva. How do you know? It could be the housemaid with knees to match. A wager, dear woman. Your life against his. Let him in. Go away, Slade. He'll kill you. <laughs> so unworthy of you, Mr. Val. Instead of frightening him away, you have only... Sailor, what's it? You have only given him into my hands. My Compliments, Mr. Shannon. You're a gallant. I counted on that. Now, what are you doing here, Chubby? Huh? The tears of Siva, Mr. Shannon. You have them? Uh-huh. They cost me many tragic hours, Mr. Shannon. The hour when the seaman told me he had them would sell them to me. The hours of waiting while Thomas killed him. The desolate hour when I discovered Thomas had brought me worthless baubles of glass. They will not suffer any more such endless agonies, Mr. Shannon. Joe Devil crossed you, huh? He was going to sell you phonies while the real jewels were with a voodoo crone. So we could grow sapphires on a Pennsylvania farm. Uh, the tears of Siva, Mr. Shannon. Death, Mr. Shannon, like this gun. You don't want them, Slate. Give them to him. Yeah. I'll do that. Take them, chubby. Ah! Yeah, I'll kill you. You ought to die, Chubby. You're fat. You're soft. Exercise more like this. You, you. Pick up the marbles, sailor. You'll not get away. Watch him, sailor. Run. I love your hits. I love your hits. Okay, sailor, take the wheel. Steady as she goes. We're running without lights. Tired, Slate? Yeah, sure I'm tired. I ran faster than the cops in Haiti ran. As far as I know, they're still looking for Cordovan. Slate? Yeah? Do you think those sapphires will make nice earrings? <laughs> you can get them away from the Port-au-Prince chief of police. Said he'd take care of them. He'd send them back to that lovable old witch. That's Cordovan, sailor. Give her the gun. They're shooting at us. Turn around, sailor. Head right for them. Are you crazy? Do what I tell you. Okay, steady. We'll crash into them. Just like a pass at them, sailor. Come as close as you can. We've got to take that chance. What are you doing with that harpoon? I've speared a lot of fish for this. Maybe I can get me a tongue. Now, sailor, make your pass. It's yours, Thomas. 
took that good aim, Slate. Now what do we do? Go back for the big fish. Steady, sailor. I'm going to board her. Steady. Glad to have you aboard, Mr. Shannon. You've made a mess of things. You can redeem yourself by handing over those sapphires. You think you can handle this tub with one hand on the wheel and one hand on a gun? Exquisitely. You've got one shot. After that, I'll get to you. If you miss me, you're dead. It's a lumpy sea, too. Well, Cordovan? Well? You missed. Now it's my turn. Don't! Don't! I can do this all night. All night. (sighs) Only you give up too easy. Sailor! Everything under control? Ship shape. I'm going to throw you a line. Okay. Got it? I've got it. Secure. Tow us in, sailor. We going home? We're going home. Put this on, Slate. What is it? I bought it in Haiti, in a little shop. I don't care where you bought it. Just tell me what it is. Well, this part is a love charm. And this part is a long chain, so it hangs over your heart. What'd you pay for it? What difference does it make? Put it on. Anything to amuse you, sailor? Uh, now that you've got it on, don't you feel anything? Nothing. What's it supposed to do to me? Make you feel love. It says so in the directions. Uh, well, you, uh, you, you better read the directions again. All right. Oh, yeah. Here it is in small print. What is? I'm supposed to get inside that necklace with you. Oh, I knew there was something wrong. Come on. Now what does it do to you? Well, we can take it from here. Throw away the directions, sailor. And so our two stars, Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, have brought to a close our latest Bold Venture story. Special music was composed and conducted by David Rose. May we invite you to listen again next week at this time for another exciting adventure starring... Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, together in Bold Venture. Thank you for joining us and enjoying our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Please remember to leave us a review and to follow us for frequent releases.